Yeah, back again for another EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman here with you talking NFL, baseball, all kinds of stuff. Halloween, Brian, it was another, how would I describe the weekend of the NFL? Would you have a word for me? Are we talking Jets, Giants, Patriots? What do you think? What yeah, I have a word. Bad. Yeah, bad. bad. That's a good word. That's bad good football word. games, bad teams, bad coaches, really bad quarterbacks. And how about the Jets and Giants bad. making a trade today? Yeah, I guess we can start there because if we're taping this Monday night, uh, yeah. um, this trade happened this afternoon. One day, tomorrow at four o'clock is the NFL. Tuesday the thirty. Tuesday tomorrow yep. is the trade deadline at four p.m. Jets and Giants got in on a little early. So the Jets send Leonard Williams, who was a first-round draft pick, a top-five draft pick bust. in 2015. Yeah, a bit of a bust to the Giants for a third and a fifth. Could um, be a fourth pick. if they resign him. Yeah, right? could be a fourth if they resign because he's a free agent. Why would the, Why would the Giants make this trade? Yeah, for me, the, the thing I'm looking at the Jets going, okay, this makes sense. He's not. He has. He's been okay at best. Mediocre. You're not resigning. You're him. not resigning him. You're having a terrible year. Like, okay, you're saving money. You get. You recoup something from him. Yeah. Your run pack's pre- pick is pretty good. I have no idea what this. Why the Giants would do this? This doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, of course, he's going to go to the Giants and have ten sacks and for the rest of the season. I guess. Sign but him to but. I mean, seems, they have good luck with linemen, I guess, over the defensive tackles over it, the years. It just seems like a mixed message. Like I. When they said Leonard Williams was available, I think they've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Mm. I was thinking like a team like if you're a team that's like you're a contender, you're all in for the Cowboys season. or something, just some more depth. I, I, th- I actually thought because they're a great team and they've had a lot, of, they've had some defensive deficiencies and they have injuries on the defensive line. I said this is a perfect Kansas City Chiefs move. Perfect. I can see that, or even someone like the Packers, someone not right, known for exactly. a big defense, like just, just you're, someone you're take up in, space, stop the run. The, the Giants are not all in. I don't know why they're not trying to just get younger and cheaper and just. Hoarding draft picks after draft pick. I know they have a lot of cap money next year, but just because you have a lot of cap money doesn't mean you need to spend a lot of cap money. Yeah, and spend it wisely, by yeah, the way. Please. It, just, it, it seems like a weird mixed message thing from the Giants. Are you rebuilding or are you, what are you trying to do? You're rebuilding or you're not rebuilding? Well, after yesterday, I mean, both teams are rebuilding. The Giants lose to Detroit in the game. I know Dan, I didn't get to see it. I heard a lot of it on the radio. I was in the car yesterday most of the day. But uh, right. Giants lose to Detroit. Daniel Jones with a, a turnover again, first first yeah. first series or whatever, to give the Detroit the lead. And Terrible play. Backward pass. Backward Saquon pass. Barkley just sort of stared at it. I don't think yeah. he knew it was a live ball. And he admitted afterwards, my bad, I should yep. know the rule or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. But they lose a close game. Um, you know, hey, listen, Jones again. I thought he made that one mistake, but after that played pretty well. And if you're a Giant fan, so you got to hang your hat on. Again, I, like we just talked about, I don't understand why they're trading draft picks because they're supposed to rebuild this team. But Right, and if you're gonna, you, the best thing you can do is have cheap – the best thing you do in the NFL is have cheap, cheap labor. And not in real life, these guys, this isn't cheap. But in the NFL, draft picks are cheap labor. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think – Especially when you have a young quarterback who you don't have to necessarily pay yet. You're not you know paying him a lot yet, but if he's what you want him to be in three or four years, you're going to have to pay him a – Boatload, thirty-one twenty-six was the final score of the Lions. Actually, kind of like I have that Kenny Galladay in my fantasy team, yeah. so he got me a bundle of points. Yeah, that was. I mean, no, the Giants played okay. I mean, that was a little, that's a little that was a bit of a backdoor cover. The game wasn't that close. So aggravating. I know. I picked. Um, yeah. I picked. I actually. I did. I pick the Giants. Oh, I think I picked the Lions. It doesn't matter. But Stafford three touchdowns. Talk about a guy. I, did I hear right? He broke like a Joe Montana passing record. Don't get me wrong. The league has changed. No, time. but he, he's he's played well this year. I've he's never a been a huge Stafford guy, but in his in fairness, he, outside ever since Charles John, ever since Megatron retired, he hasn't had a heck of a lot of help. No. So, but I, like thought, I, said, I thought he was good. I thought he would feast on that giant defense, and he 
had he did for the most part. Had a couple long touchdown passes. Jones, three hundred twenty-two yards passing, four touchdowns. Again, if you're the Giants, that to me that's that's all that matters. Just he's got to work. He gets better every week. Uh, he he's still got to work on. You talk about he. I think he had another fumble again when he got sacked. He's got his pocket awareness. And I'm just some schlub sitting here in a room. I don't know where. I mean, I have no idea what it's like to have, have to be in that environment of playing quarterback at that level. But his pocket awareness is still just really bad. He he isn't. He can. He never feels the rush, and no, he just gets blindsided by hits and. Hopefully that's something you can improve upon. But I didn't look- watch. I didn't watch a play of the Jet game. Yeah, the Jets. Oh, luckily too. Darnold throws three more picks, twenty nine fifteen. And listen, you know, I, like I always say, I'm not a passionate Jet fan, but I do root for the team. But man, I can't think of too many times where they've been worse than this. This is disgraceful. I mean, this is just this is awful. Yeah. I mean, Sam no Darnold, offensive line. No, and, the offensive and, line is. Awful. Why did they sign the running Awful. back? Awful. Why did they sign the running back? Le'Veon Bell did not yeah. get many carries. He touched the ball twelve times. He's the best player on the field. He's like twenty-eight years old. What are you waiting? What are you? What are you saving him times. for? When he's thirty-two. I know that your offensive line stinks, but he had nine carries for twenty-three yards. That's. I mean, what do you do and help the quarterback out? Give him the ball. Nine carries for twenty-three yards, and they throw to him. He had three catches yeah. for twelve yards. Uh, Donald, it looks like he's getting worse and worse every week. I think the coach Adam Gase has been an absolute disaster. Someone. T- this is the part of the podcast where I try and credit someone with some great yeah. information, but I forget who it was. So someone tweeted out today that Dar- that Adam Gase, who before Jets get. Being the head coach of the Jets had a really lousy experience as the Miami Dolphins head coach. Yeah. Has lost more games by double digits yeah. as a head coach than he's won. Last three games of his Dolphin career was more oh blowout losses last year. Goodness. And this is the guy you gave all the power to. Keys I to even the castle. Have little, I have a little con- conspiracy theory. What's that? Maybe this is dumb, but hear me out. I'm sure it is. Is it, but is I it possible? Because yeah. he did not draft Sam Darnold. It's a pretty good quarterback class coming up. Is Gase can't take another quarterback? Is Gase like not? I don't want to say tanking it, but is he sort of? At okay some with point, this? though, you gotta win. Is, he's is stunk he, in Miami. Sort of, is he like? Is he trying to get the Jets in a position to draft another quarterback and then get rid of Sam Darnold because it's not take Tua Tagovailoa or whatever he pronounces his last yeah, name I is mean, in New York? Because this is awful. I didn't watch a lot of that game either. I just thought it was funny that the uh, they're unwatchable. That, they, that the Jets lost to sixth round draft pick rookie Garrett Minshew. I just like to say I, I just like to say the name Garrett Minshew. And you know, some people were making a good point today. He is he's a he's a guy who, who played great yesterday. Yeah. And Doug Marone coaching him up, so good for him. And hey, I got to mention, how about Ryan Griffin? The tight end for the Jets, right? UConn grad. Oh, two touchdowns. Did you know that? UConn yeah, I did grad? see he had two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. He's a UConn grad. Yeah. So wow, again, the Jets are uh, uh, the Jets are just a waste of time. We could go on and yeah, on. I could no go. I don't, I'm not even a Jets fan, and I could go half an hour on the there, Jets. There's no it's reason to watch him. The the next week, I didn't look ahead. Uh, the the Jets play the Dolphins next week, and right oh now the goodness. Jets are five and a half point favorites. Oh my goodness. It's in Miami, but I kind of think Miami's going to win that game. I could definitely see that. I actually want my – because the they're going to be playing their old coach. I don't know how many players old, are left over there. The old Jets quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the head coach of the Dolphins, who used to be a Patriot defensive right. guy who knows the Jets. I would love to see them win that. Oh, my God, that would be great, wouldn't it? And the uh, who, Giants play the Cowboys next Monday night, right? Week from tonight, yeah. And uh, uh, at Giant Stadium, yeah, the, MetLife. First, first uh, look at Danny Dimes for the for the Cowboys. Uh, the season opener down in Dallas. Uh, he was uh, Eli. Eli was still playing. Cowboys seven point favorites. 
in that game. That sounds about right, but I've seen this movie before, and I'm like, I'm scared to death. I'm like, he's gonna have, he's gonna be a pain in the butt next Monday night if you're a Cowboys no, it's, fan. Yeah, it is. He's gonna I, be yeah, a pain I, in the. Butt. I haven't thought about that game yet, but you're right. It could be a pain, a little bit of a pain, and and you know, so I was looking forward to watching the Patriots Browns just today. I don't know why. Why? I don't know why. Why? But the game was seventeen nothing when I sat down, yeah. and then it was twenty seven thirteen. But hey, you know what? Odell Beckham Jr. All those Odell Beckham Jr. fans out there. Yeah, he is. The, he is one of the most overrated players I've ever seen in my life. But he wasn't. I mean, he was. He was unbelievable when he was with the he Giants. He made because he made a catch against your no, team. No, a game. Which, by the way, they lost that game. But he made a catch on I national television, you, and that's him, where he got yeah. his name. And now everyone and their brother has to do those catches. By the way, now everyone and their brother. But in, in the biggest game of his career in the playoffs against Green Bay, what do you have? Two or horrible, three drops in a playoff game. game? Bunch of drops. Yep. And so and he drops the ball all the he time. Does. He does. Look, he he's got the physique and the you know speed, but he has way too many drops, and he's such a me player. And then there was a report out when they played San Francisco it was a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah. And he said something to Garoppolo after the game. You know, it should have been you and us together, because there was rumors the Giants had talked about trading. I'm Francisco. rolling my eyes since you can't see this. Since it's not a video uh, podcast. I mean, th- I mean, if he said that, I mean, if you're Baker Mayfield, you got to be give me a break. But, but you know what? I'm not ready. To, you know what? That's fine. But I'm, the Browns are actually one of those teams that I'm just angry about because I you're thought a better would, coach than Freddie Kitchens. I thought right they would be better. A lot of people did. I thought, yeah. oh, okay, this 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 it'd be fun to see the Browns do well. But like, they, no, no the I hype mean, around them. Freddie Kitchens is awful. Remember when that was like plum when that job was vacant this off season, and they're going to make a change. They had a coaching opening. Good young that quarterback. Was a plum gig. Yep. A lot, a lot of big names thrown about that. So what did the Cleveland Browns decide to do? Let's just promote the running backs coach. I remember a long time ago, almost thirty years ago, when another team just said, "Hey, let's just promote the running backs coach." Remember when Ray Hanley got promoted? <laughs> just from, I thought you were talking we about Joe Tom, Walton there for a second. We've got Tom Coughlin on the staff. We've oh. got Bill Belichick on the staff. Let's promote Ray Hanley. The Ray but, Hanley years. But, wow. I'm, I'm, but just the Browns are just like that's just a disgraceful performance. They had three turnovers in a row. They ran each other to fumble, uh, cause a fumble. It looked like a peewee. Uh, outfit out there, and I, just, I, you know, you talked about the the giant that traded before. I, I yeah. could have saw Leonard Williams maybe going to Cleveland, someone like that to cheer up their defense. You know, lucky again, for him because I mean, no wonder LeBron left. I don't blame him. Embarrassed, they've embarrassed the whole city. But again, the Patriots just keep on doing what they do. I mean, and Belichick, sixty-seven years old, recorded his three hundredth win of his career. Yeah, you know, he's only behind Don Shula and George Hallis. I mean, he's going to catch Shula. He's forty-seven wins away from. He's going to catch him. He's going to catch Shula. How many? He's sixty-seven years old. He needs forty-seven. So how long wins. would he have to coach? Four more years. I guess. And he's left the door open to saying he would coach into his sevens. I don't know why he he has nothing why. else to do. He doesn't. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to do probably, anything else. I think he's like Brady. I don't know what Brady does after he quits playing football. Um, if you heard, if you've heard Tom Brady talk, I don't think. Yeah, TV is an option for him. I'm saying that quietly. I don't <laughs> get the Pats fans mad. Yeah, but their defense has been incredible. Again, I'm throwing that little with a caveat. The schedule has not been tough, and it's been easier than we th- easier than we thought because yep. the Browns aren't who we who we thought they they were. Yes, they are. Division's awful, as we've noted in the past several weeks. It'll. I guess. Are you? Do you think this? Any, this changes anything for the, the next four weeks? I guess the quarterbacks. Just, uh, what is it? The one of the hardest face, schedules. In the, in the Here league. are the next four quarterbacks. I'm not saying this is like Montana. Hopefully Mahomes and is there. It's uh, Derek Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, and Deshaun Watson. Four weeks in a row. I tell you what, if they get through that without a loss, yeah. Ugh, and I think crazy. I think they're 
in Baltimore, if I'm wrong, sorry, and in Philly. So those are road games, I believe. I know they host Dallas. So I'm the not Patriots, sure about that. Houston game. Let me see. The Patriots play the Ravens next Sunday night. night that's, a, that's a nice Sunday night game for a change. Uh, the Patriots then, have they had their bye already? I, I don't believe they have. I think they have the bye the following week. I think week. they have the Eagles after that. And then, and then, yeah, week 10 they have a bye, and then week 11 the Patriots play the Eagles. You're correct, yep. 425 game. Big win. I picked the Eagles this weekend. That was a good win. You were smart. I, 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 I got sucked into the Buffalo. Yeah, I just I, I, I had to smart. see it before I believe it. Cowboys-Patriots play that Sunday game, 425 on November 24th. Right. So that's the th- Sunday before Thanksgiving, correct? Because Thanksgiving's late this year. Yes. And then the Patriots play the Texans Sunday night, 820. Is that a uh, now? Is that in Foxborough? No, in Houston. So I mean, yeah, you're right. If they get out, if, if they get out of that undefeated, then yeah, all bets are off. Then and then week 14, talking. they yeah. play the Chiefs at home. I mean, they don't. Lose oh, at home. I sort of forgot about that because I'm, I, I'm discounting the fact that Mahomes would be. He might back be back by, by He then. could be back this week, for crying out loud. He yeah. practiced this past week. So. so let me ask you a question about talking about the Patriots. We I know we talked about Brady and the rumors of him selling his house, maybe right. going to another team. Is Belichick the greatest coach in NFL history? Is this being on? Is this, is this thing on? Is this um, a, what do you think? He's certainly the greatest coach of our lifetime. I don't. I can't go back to Vince Lombardi or Hallis. Yeah, I mean, I it, put it, put aside Hallis. the George Hallis. Genera- you mean I think he's better than Shula, though. Oh, he's definitely better than Shula. But I mean, Hallis is a long time ago. The league has changed. A I lot. understand Don Shula is one of the greatest greatest coaches. Undefeated of all time. season, I get That's it. Fine, I understand that. But Don Shula had Dan Marino for 13 years and made one Super Bowl and didn't win one. Yep. I'm sorry. That's a did they lose to go to Mad Dog Ru- Not to go to Mad Dog <laughs> Russo on you, but that's a knock. On, that's a knock on Shula yes. to have Marino for that long and not get to it. Got to do Bowl. better. Got to do better. I agree 100. percent But I, I, I can't think. I mean. You can't say Parcells anymore. No. I mean, he was an assistant. Parcells didn't win anything without Belichick. No, I always thought Chuck Knoll was underrated. You think a guy who won four Super Bowls is being underrated, but he also built a lot of those teams yep. and helped draft those players. Now it's Belichick. I mean, because, you know, dude, it's harder to win these days. There's more player turnover. Schemes change. Player, I mean, there's just teams are, for the most part, except maybe you're the, you're the Browns or the Jets, teams are smart about how they build yep. teams and how they manage the cap, you know. There, there's a whole generation of I mean, Bill Walsh. that never had a salary cap and never had free agency to deal yeah. with. I mean, Bill Walsh is a good coach. Yep. I mean, obviously, uh, Jimmy Johnson didn't do it long enough. He did it at different levels. But, right. Um, just off the top of my head, I mean, he's the greatest coach I've ever seen. He is, yeah. You're right. And it, it just, you just wish he'd just give you a little more and not be so damn crusty in those press conferences or after games. Or... That's only because you reporter types like that. Like to That's good, not. You, you don't like good, it either. You want good sound bites. But, you know, give me something. Just, you like you, the Parcells sound Play ball bites. once in a while. Play ball. For crying out loud. Yeah. Just play ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anything else surprise you from the NFL this week? I'm trying to think if anything jumped out at me. I Again, it was one of those weeks where nothing was real. I it mean, was, I Pittsburgh, this... Miami. Uh, Pittsburgh, Miami. Tell me, I mean, talk about who cares. Nobody Ugh. cares. That was a blah schedule. Um, Cowboys were games. off, so you bummed you yeah, out. I know. Well, that's okay. I could take a break from them for a week. Um, uh, not Seahawks. The red zone the channel Falcons. showed a, the red zone channel another bad team with bad co- coaching and bad quarterbacks. So the red zone channel yesterday because I can't sit, just sit there and watch the Jets or the Giants. Put a lot of the red zone on. Boy, they showed a lot of the Chargers and the Bears. <laughs> like we were being. Punished. It was like a seventeen sixteen game, wasn't oh, it? I mean, who cares? Goodness. And how about the Saints? Drew Brees is back. I mean, thirty-one-nine. They they win and seven and one, and Brees has only played two games. I know. Got hurt in the opening game, right against yep. the Rams. Was that it? Green Bay went to six and one last night. Green Bay. If you're an anti if you're an anti Patriot person and you're looking for hope, you got to hope for Green Bay or New Orleans to get to, to 
I mean, Breeze throws for 373 yards and three touchdowns. I love the Niners are a great story. That's the other thing we should mention. They are seven and zero, and they just kicked the fifty-one points out of the Panthers yesterday. A decent team, and the 49ers clobbered them. They're for real. They have a really great defense. And I don't know anything about this Coleman guy that scored four. Kevin Coleman used to be a Falcon. Yeah, I mean they have a they they have a great running game with a bunch of not like no name running backs. Really well coached. Really efficient. How about Garoppolo? They score 51 points. He throws for 175 yards and two touchdowns. And that goes to my point. I think it's, look, the Niners are having a great year. I don't want to see a Tom Brady, Jimmy G Super Bowl because I could just, I, I saw Jared Goff against the pa- Patriots defense yeah, last year. You're right. Our only hope is Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees for us non-Patriot people. Uh, yeah, I just, I, yeah, you're right. How you're great, right. But the, the Packers look like they have one of their best teams in years. How great would an Aaron Rodgers sort of and Tom Brady? I just don't trust their defense either. I don't trust the Saints' defense either. Really good this year. They finally fired Dom after 37 years. They fired Dom Capers. They have a good defense now. Best hair in the NFL, Dom Capers. Ah, I sound like I sound like your 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 coworker Darren Kramer. Well, he's a big he's a big Green Bay Packer Packer fan. Yeah, Rodgers. I mean, I just I guess I'd have to see it for a little bit. You're right. They're seven and one. Chiefs are all of a sudden five and three. But yeah, and the worst part is now the Chiefs are never going to win a playoff game in Kansas City. They didn't. They couldn't win at home last year if a guy had stayed at line, didn't line up in the neutral zone. Right. They would have gone to the damn Super Bowl. But oh god, you watch any of the World Series? I'm I'm watching a little bit just because of George Springer, who I'm a big fan of. He had another home run last guy. night. Connecticut yep. guy. I forget the stat, but he's hit what seven World Series homers or something like that. I mean, that's pretty good. He is he is amazing, just amazing. I'm, I'm just, uh, I've watched. Le- I've been I've been I've been sort of keeping an eye on it. Um, it's interesting that. We're now five games through, and the home team has lost every game. Every game. So Washington went to Houston and won both games, came back and lost all three of their home games. So they, uh, if they're going to win this series, they'd have to do something no World Series has ever, team has ever done, which is win every game on the road. And missing uh, uh, Max Scherzer, man. That's... Yeah, and pretty bad. Max Basms, which sounds really awful. Yeah, Even if you don't I, have to pitch. I mean, he had to be really hurting to go something like 14 career postseason home runs for Springer. I have a little trivia for you, though, because I read this today. What's that? Last World Series team. So what do you read, by the way? What's that? Well, you must have been at work. You had a free time. Yeah, a little free time. <laughs> Plus, I was bored. I was, trying to, I was trying to do a little prep for this thing, man. Well, come on. What are you doing? Um, I was like, has any team ever, like, lost every home game and still won the World Series? Turns out, no. But you remember the, the last World Series where the team lost both its home games, went on the road... Won all three road games. They yeah. came back in game six and wrapped it up at home, finally winning at home. Well, game. I know the Yankees did it in 96. Boom. That's the last time. Yeah. You lost those two games. Andrew Jones had a couple of bombs off of Andy Pettit, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, he my He was a great God. player. But then Joe Torre, supposedly Steinbrenner, came in screaming and yelling after they lost the second game, said, don't worry, boss. We're going back to Atlanta. That's my town. We'll win uh, a couple of games. I was down. Funny story. So the Layritz, when Jim Layritz had that big three-run homer off of right, Mark, Mark Wollers. Mark Wollers, yep. I was actually in a Hard Rock Cafe in Myrtle Beach. Oh, really? I was down there playing golf. Oh. And the Yankees were losing 6-1. How lovely. I was, I was with some Red Sox fans, and oh, we were at the Hard great. Rock Cafe, and the band that was playing on the stage was Cracker. Do you remember the band Cracker? Vaguely. They had the hit song Low. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not going to sing Mid-90s it. Mid-90s alt-rock. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were singing, and in the background behind the stage, you could see the bar. And I could see Layritz hit the three-run homer. Mm-hmm. And I'm jumping up and down from the front row watching Cracker. And the lead singer singing, looking at me, going, what is wrong with this guy? And, and I I'm grab sure. my buddy who's a Red Sox fan. I'm like, Layritz is in a home run. Oh, Lord. 
Yeah, that was. Oh man, that was unbelievable. I'm that sure, was a great comeback. '96, man. That I'm was, sure you're drinking, drinking that was, soft drinks. Yes, I was. 25 years ago, for wow. crying out loud, unbelievable. How unbelievable. How good time for. But the World Series I, again. I'm not watching much of it. I just I watch it for Springer, but. Do you want Houston to win just to get it over with so we can stop yes. caring about baseball? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, 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 I just and, wanted to end. And here's the thing, Brian. We joke about this every week. We've been talking about this. Yeah, I know. The Mets haven't hired a manager. No, they haven't. You told me last week they would. And now we watch the Joe Girardi press well, conference today. Well, I assume they eventually will. Phillies I mean, fans are going berserk. Here's the thing that bothers me. The Mets wanted a guy with experience. And now they're going to hire another first-time manager. What, 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 what do you believe that the Mets wanted a guy with experience? Well, that's one of the things they talked about. They, they hired they hired a bunch of older listen, assistant coaches. Their 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 bench coach Jim Riggleman had experience. They bring the vulture in to be their pitching coach, who's eighty-two years old. Listen, I don't. And now to, they're going to go with another first-time manager. I don't want to disillusion you since you've chosen this sports broadcasting yes. as your chosen profession. But I feel bad the, for you. Sometimes the people in charge of the Met, the Mets are a bit disingenuous with their statements. But are you annoyed when you? See George yes, already putting they, a Phillies jersey yes, on today. There's still six candidates. They're doing a third round of interviews. You I, don't get a job. I, the, you don't get a job at the Pentagon with with the. Th- you don't have to go through a third well, round of interviews these days. You get a job pretty easy. Yeah. But but as Brody, I don't just explain to me what does he want besides a yes man. He see, just had I don't a yes know man. Who's making the decision? Everybody says it's Brody. I still think it's the Wilpons. Uh, every time I hear his name, I think of uh, Junior, Keanu the, Reeves, by the way, from yeah. Point Break, Brody. Oh, oh Brody. Him and Patrick Swayze playing uh, in the surfing movie there. But I, I, I just That's I, a whole other podcast. Yes, it is. There's some plot holes in that film. That was a great movie. It was a great movie. Uh, but how are we, how are the Mets not hiring someone? What are they wait? Eduardo Perez get you fired up? No. And what is it, the, the nobody, mystery candidate, the, uh, Pat Murphy, is that his yeah, name? If they hire a 60-year-old guy from Syracuse, New York, named Pat Murphy. Who coached in college, out. right? He coached at Notre Dame. Coached at Notre Dame, places. some other place I don't care about. Nobody cares. If you, if you uh, the bench Pat coach Murphy, for the Minnesota Twins you're going to sell me on to? I, I don't know. I don't know. I really think they just don't know what they want. And like you said, you always say Jeff Wilpon's calling the shots. So I, it's, a really, it's, just a, it's a dysfunctional franchise. It's not the way you'd run any business, much less a sports team. It's just... So now they got it to a point now when they do hire the manager, you're not going to give a crap nobody's at all. Gonna, no, 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 because you're so care. disillusioned with the whole process as right. it is. Nobody's going to care. Oh man, I just I couldn't believe when I was writing down a list of things I wanted to ask you about that I was putting Mets manager on there for this what is the, this, the sixth week time? in a row. What sixth is it? October twenty eighth. <sighs> Will they have a manager this week? I'm hoping they have a manager by spring training in March. They might not. I'm not sure. Well, they they're going to need him because they're going to need him to drive the equipment truck yeah, exactly. from New York down to uh, Port St. Lucie. Expensive. Oh my God! So hey, I want to tell you about something I did yesterday. I went to uh, the reason I was in the car all day is I went to Madison Square Garden. Right. Are you a Bru- you're a Rangers fan, right? I am. So the Rangers and Bruins had an alumni game. Oh. So I we were doing a new spot on News 8 every Thursday night called the News 8 Power Play. And we have to do some sort of hockey story. So I said, hey, why not go Oh, I get it. Power alumni? Play hockey story. Oh, oh, you come on quick. I like the marketing. Uh, so anyway, I got a chance to interview Brian Leach. Yep. Cheshire guy. Cheshire, Connecticut. Yep. Mike Richter. Old, old Farms. Got to interview Mike Richter, a Pennsylvania guy. Yep. Um, who else did I get? Adam Graves. Ad, I saw I got Adam Graves. Uh, and Steve Valaquette, who played backup for the it's Rangers a backup for goalie years. for a couple of years. Yeah, went down. Yep. Did he play, I think, I don't, did he play for the Sound Tigers? I, I don't remember. Maybe I don't remember. Like, He's also now does the MSG yeah, work pre and uh, post on, the Ranger, on the Ranger games. Lives yep. in Milford. Really? And he coaches and his kids play at the Wonderland of Ice in Bridgeport. Outstanding. 
So fun time. Listen, I hear all these things about MSG, what a pain it is. I'll tell you what. I walked in there, and they basically said, do whatever you want. I was able to shoot the game, mm-hmm. which normally you can't do in a place like right. that. So I was able to shoot video of the actual game. We put a little something on News 8 tonight. We'll put it on our website. I'll share it on my Twitter page. Um, but then we're going to have – I'm going to show my interview with Brian Leach. I'm not sure when yet, later this week. And then just talk Huge to him about youth hockey. What a great guy. He yeah. would have stayed there all day. And the, I asked him, like, what advice you would give to kids about hockey, and he just said, have fun. There you go. And if you're not having fun playing in hockey, don't play. Go find something else to there do. You go. And Adam Graves talked about the camaraderie and the culture of being in the locker room as a mm-hmm. kid, right. learning how to win, learning how to lose, and just it was just refreshing. And people say it all the time. I don't know what you think, but hockey guys are some of the great guys. I've heard that before from people, and you know, from people not not just yourself, but who interact a lot, who've had a chance to interact with hockey players, including players in the NHL. They all say that hockey guys. I think because they the appreciate best. it. And all of them have been through so much to get to where they are. It's hard. There's not a lot of. I don't know how to say. It's, it it could be a miserable journey. It could be. A, it's a hard. It can be a hard journey to get there. It's. I don't think there's like a lot. I don't think you're. Most players, even at that level, weren't anointed superstars. Their games aren't on TV when they're in high school, like you yep. see sometimes in other sports. So yeah, I think maybe they just they just appreciate it. It was more. funny. I said to Leach, "When did you know?" We talk about this all the time about you know that there's only so many LeBrons. I mean, right, I think, right, I think right. you're born with that talent. I think you, you got to yes. work hard. But LeBron James was born with that skill. Brian Brian Leach said he didn't know till he was 17 or 18 years old wow. until he had ex- people were telling him he had a chance to be drafted. He just figured he'd be able to play in college, but he had no idea until he said he was 17 or 18. But then a friend of mine from Hamden who he played with Leach growing up, right. it was actually at Leach's Hall of Fame uh, party said that when Leach was playing as a 10, 12-year-old, you know, p- parents will rave when their kids score 25 Everybody goals knew. a season. Yep. He was scoring 70 goals and probably 70 assists and could do anything he wanted. Wow. So he said he knew back then that Everyone he was so knew. gifted. Yeah. You know, you just, we, we all see it, whether you're a baseball player, basketball player. We all, you know, you play with – when I was in high school, I played with Vin Baker. I knew Vin Baker was going to be a pro right. when he's making a turnaround jump shot from 30 feet and just – you, you know. So, hey, we got a few more minutes left. I want to ask you about Halloween. What is the plan in the Coleman household? What are the outfits? I, I, we've talked about this before. I don't recall what we're dealing with here. Uh, something from the Descendants, which we talked That's about right. before. Which I haven't I seen. I had never heard of, and you haven't heard of either. No. Um, but it's a thing where kids like like it and stuff. There was emojis for a couple of years. Everyone was dressed yeah, as emojis. Was emojis. It's interesting. My kids carved out pumpkins this weekend, and my daughter said, I don't want to follow because there's these patterns you can follow. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter said, no, no, I want to make my own. I'm just going to do an emoji. Of and what? I, well, I, I haven't been able to ascertain what it is. I don't want to tell <laughs> is her Is that good that. or bad? It's fine. You, know, you, you told me she was an artist. She's got she's a talent. A, she does have a talent, but, you know. I've seen those pictures. It's probably, uh, you know, it's her, it's her first, you know what, first ever pumpkin carving. And that's, that, that's really gross. We my, talked about do, this. Do you know what a ghillie suit is? I assume it's something to do if you work in a refinery. My son is going to be dressing up in a ghillie suit. And I, I thought he said Gilligan when I originally This looks like something that. if you can't see us and you can't. Like a Bigfoot, but like a hunting hair, adventure. Like I told him he looked like Cousin It. Yeah. But it's some sort of suit where I, I guess, I don't know if hunters wear it or whatever. Now, how but, much money did you have to piss away on this? Uh, well, I'm going to guess because my wife ordered it on Amazon, but it looks like the prices are anywhere between 25 and 65 So I'm open okay. where. But like, we've talked about it before. I mean, the idea we're spending 35 40 bucks on a Halloween no. costume. Yeah, they're going to wear one year. I put mascara on my face and wore one of my dad's old shirts, and I was a bum. I know, and that was and that was for Thanksgiving. Or a go- Yeah, or a ghost. <laughs> that was even for true. Halloween. <laughs> and my daughter is going to be. Um, 
She's going with some of her friends. Two, one of her friends is dressing up. He's dressing up as Jay-Z, and a girl's dressing up as Beyonce. And then my daughter and three of her friends are dressing up as bodyguards with slicked back hair, say, sunglasses, somebody, and a little uh, earpiece. somebody dressing up as like a, a corporate finance attorney or no, something? No, exactly. Okay. An accountant. An accountant, yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, I have a question for you because my yeah. kids are doing a little of this and a little of that. Are, do they, your kids are a little older than mine, but they're still in the trick-or-treat mode, obviously. But do they trick-or-treat or do they, like, do they go to like a this yeah. one-stop? We live in a huge neighborhood. Outstanding. Tons of houses. Yep. Uh, so the kids, it's funny. I'm, uh, my son is 10, my daughter's 12, my fifth grade, sixth grade. And I said to my son the other day, he's him and his five or six boy buddies in the neighborhood mm-hmm. are dressing up in these ghillie suits. Oh, and I said, buddy, it's going to be hard when I'm walking around with you to keep track of you when you're, you know, cut. There's a lot of, uh, it's a heavily wooded area. So they'll be cutting through, running around. Right. And he's like, what do you mean? Uh, I said, well, I won't be able to see you. He goes, no, what, you, you're going to, you're not walking with us. Man, so it's going to be like fifth through eighth grade. He has yeah. some older friends. And I said, you know what? Have fun, kid. I have a couple more years of that. The, uh, my kids want me to go with him. I'm like, you're going to come with us, aren't you? And I probably will go. Yeah. And just leave. Uh, my know. daughter's going to a different neighborhood with some other friends that she knows to, to do this thing. So she's not even going to be around. we got to drive her to some other town where she was at a different school. So they were doing that. But, yeah, my son, he's like, no, no, you're not you're not coming. No, 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 man. No, no, no. So me no, and my man. wife are going to be sitting handing out candy at, our, at the old household. But uh, Nyberg told us it's supposed to rain on Thursday. It is supposed to rain. Like bad? I don't think like yesterday. If you were in the Northeast yesterday at Sunday, oh you know, my god! And can was, I just but... talk about d- d- driving to New York City? So, yeah, Thursday was it fun? It was so. You know what's so normally take an hour and a half from New Haven to get to New York? Oh, Mass Square even yeah. Way there, people can't drive in the rain, nope. so it was just slow because people are going slow. And on the way home on the West Side Highway, oh, there was two accidents in front of me, and then two on the other side of me. Of course, there were. <sighs> Hey, so you're getting paid for your time. Yeah, I was getting paid for my Make time. Sure it was good, so I can't Expense the gas. I have one more question about Halloween. Yeah, I got a couple things to talk about. Uh, this is the time of year where like, it really gets to me as much as I'm trying to lose weight or trying to eat better. And mm. This is the time of year from now. Favorite Halloween candy? on. How much crap, how much candy is going to be in your house that shouldn't be? Are you so guys- here's a quick little thing about Halloween. My, so the, one of the reasons we loved our neighborhood so much, growing up in my neighborhood, there was hundred. One year my mom gave out 400 pieces of candy. Wow. I don't know what you normally hand out at your place. We like a big bowl, and it's usually gone. But it's not like we don't have to go get, like restock. We it. handed out four hundred something, and we used to have a haunted house as a kid. So a lot of ki- people would come to our house, and then the neighborhood became popular because we had right. a haunted house. So the haunted house w- went away, uh, and then the trickle down effect is now there's not a lot of kids, just the kids that live in the neighborhood, and there's no one coming in from other parts of town. Right. So we'll probably hand out maybe fifty pieces of candy, maybe. Right. And that if you, you count the twelve baby Ruth bars that I eat. Yeah. So I told my wife, don't buy anything I like. But my wife does that anyway. Yes. I mean, like you couldn't like. There's not a lot of Snickers here, and so but there's a lot of plain M and M's. So every year, I like, hate plain M and M's. Yes, so do I. Like, what's your favorite Halloween candy? I, I I probably I'm I'm probably traditional like the Reese's peanut butter and the Snickers. Yeah, so, I, li- I like Snickers. Yeah. Snickers, Baby Ruth, all that yeah. stuff. But I don't like chocolate. But I'll, I'll I cannot eat a plain Hershey bar. But I like Snickers and when it's mixed up like that. You get older. Like when I was a kid, if somebody gave me dark chocolate, like yeah. uh, I like yeah, I throw it back at them because I was a little brat. I was a little bat, a little punk. Um, One year, my mom. I, I don't know if she ran out of candy, but. She decided to hand out those orange crackers. You know, oh no! That four pack of crackers. Not even cheese puffs. <laughs> four packs of plastic wrapped crackers, and I swear to God, we were we we destroyed her for doing that. You're oh, saying how cheap goodness. she was. It was all in fun, Mom. 
Uh, but one of the kids gets their crackers, and he's walking down our driveway and goes, Crackers? <laughs> it was like Nelson awesome. from The Simpsons. <laughs> he was like telling one of the kids walking up the driveway, Crackers? Oh, my God. See, my, my, daughters were, my daughters were at a party a few, last week at my wife's work. We talked about it. And, like, one of the things they got, like, somebody handed out was, like, just the cheese puffs, like Cheetos. And what? They, they like were a actually bag like, of them? Yeah, like a Halloween Cheetos. And like they were like, oh, this is good. Or like Cheetos. pretzels, they do too nowadays. I don't yeah. want that. I don't want pretzels. Yeah. Oh, but they still do like UNICEF on that Halloween thing. Oh, I remember that. Where did that go? Did that? And I remember some people hand anything? out money, like change. Yeah, great. What do we do with a quarter? Thanks a lot. And we talked about this. So Wednesday night it's going to rain. So that's going to be Thursday really mess night. up. I know, but Wednesday night's mischief night, so that's going to oh. mess up my toilet paper and egg throwing. No, you can do that next week. You really don't need. Really, I could probably do it tonight. You, you don't really need an excuse. <laughs> I could probably do it tonight. All right, so let's wrap this up, big guy. I'm, I'm, I looked at everything on my list. Did I miss anything? Oh, UConn beat UMass in football on Saturday to end a long streak of not beating FBS teams or FCS, whatever, whatever they call it's called now. now. It, call it beat Division UMass, uh, and so now here's the other thing, annoying part about college football: UConn's playing Navy on Friday night. Can you keep the games on Saturday, please? There used Friday to be night sort is of high unwritten. school football. There used to be an unwritten yes. rule. The NFL and pro football forever has always st- stuck with it. But it seems like, I don't remember, for, it seems like in the last 20 years. TV packages, of course, ESPN, CBS Sports, yeah, because why? they want inventory. Oh, so UConn's please. playing Navy on Friday night. At, at home at Rentschler? Yeah, I believe so. I haven't checked. Oh, please. Yeah, so Friday night, I mean, we'll we'll cover it. I don't think we'll go. We'll take it off TV, but we'll be running around doing high school football stuff. So no, that's good for the community. Well, enjoy your Halloween. I'm looking forward to talking to you about it next yeah, week. You and the great. wife will not dress up. You won't put on a mask, any makeup, anything like that. Nothing. Not for Halloween. No. <laughs> hey, what you do on <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Sunday night? I don't want to talk about your weekend. Okay. Uh, yeah, where you can, too. Um, where, where can we hear this uh, lovely podcast for those of the people out there listening well, all over the globe? For those of you folks who fancy yourselves an iPhone or an iPad, mm. go to Apple Music, yeah, Apple Podcasts, and search ED slash BC Podcast. You'll find it there. Hit subscribe. Got a it. review last week It'll on Facebook, which was very nice. every week right to your phone. You know, must, no fuss. Leave a review. Thank you. And for I am review. lazy, so it pops right up on pops my phone. pops right up. We get that sucker up there, and it's there, so you don't have to go looking for it. If you like yourself some Spotify, look at Spotify, uh, yep. Podbay. Stitcher. What else am I forgetting? Any of your favorite podcast hosting sites, go right there and it's there. Search ED slash BC Podcast. And where can I find your humorous tweets for someone out there who wants to follow you on the Twitter? Cowbellguy19. When I'm uh, try, so I'll try and put some actual work Why writing. 19? Uh, because 18 was, and 20 were taken? Yeah, 18. That's like a long time ago I wore 19. I thought it looked cool, so I just kept it forever. Well, I'm Eric D25. E-R-I-K-D 25. Because that was my... 25 was my number in high school. My yeah. senior year for all three sports. And we just sad, sad people. We just hang on to that. Losers. So, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not a good reason. All right, let's do this again next week, huh? Yeah, why not? All right, it was fun. Say goodbye, Brian. See ya. All right, bye.